Oh, Holy that was... fuck, that was nice. Recording is started for the last time of 2023. I'm actually going to miss this, guys. I miss you all so much already. Well, if you just didn't do any of those exams, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. How dare you want a future? (laughs) Hey, think about it. More money means more models. MMP is the future. It is. Bunch of red pandas sitting around the GoPro. Fuck, I wish. That's just how I'm imagining our first meetup. <laughs> and alcohol. Don't forget alcohol. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a stack of beer cans about six deep behind. And that'll just be for me. Yeah, exactly. I'll bring the Canadian club. Well, on that note, welcome everyone to 2023's final episode of the Micro Machines podcast. I'm so happy that you're all here to join us. Shall we do some introductions first? Absolutely. So you got me, Callum, in New Zealand, and I've just got a glass of water because I'm taking it easy this weekend. Raw dogging this podcast, no alcohol. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you've got me, Garrison, out here in the Midwest, Kansas, uh, just chilling here with a Coca-Cola classic in a bottle, working on this uh, vignette. Looking forward to the episode. And you got me, Dennis, in Southern Ontario, drinking an instant coffee, because I am tired. All right, so this week, for our final episode, we thought we would do something a little bit different. Instead of talking about a vehicle, we're going to be doing a recap of 2023 for modeling. Cal, why don't you uh, stir us off? Sounds good. So So my 2023 is, I'm calling it the year of the jet, because I've made more jets this year than I have in my entire life. But a brief recap of what I've made this year. So I started the year with my MiG-19 with the warped wing, thanks to my lamp. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's Oh, yeah, yeah. When you turn around for like a few seconds and realize the halogen lamp has just collapsed onto the wing and has melted it and warped it too far to, too far for you to do anything about it. That was great. The uh, That lamp actually ended up, Soaring out of the window onto the concrete below the window. It smashed. Um, justifiably. But yeah, so I started with my MiG-19. Then I had my Tamiya Brumba. And then I had my CF-100 for the Cold War group build. Woo! My, the, uh, the oldest kit I'll ever build. My 1949 tooled <laughs> um, F-86A Sabre. That was... Started off as the 48 and 48 group builds, you know, that charity one, but uh, I never finished it because, uh, well, it happened to fall on my birthday, so I had other things to do as well. <laughs> drink. Um, fishing more. Um, yeah. after, and, then drinking. <laughs> and then I've got uh, my HMS Rodney, which is the last thing I just finished. Uh, finally finished my Horizon Island Defense Force M113 Flamethrower. Well, whoop, almost whoop, finished whoop. once I figured out the electronics, but. I'm calling it done for now. Uh, made my base for my I-16 because I got bored one weekend. Uh, my Mother's Day present, the uh, 747 with the uh, that was shuttling the space shuttle. That is so cool. 
it's yeah. it's something a little bit different. It was uh, it was actually quite enjoyable to make. Uh, then of course my AMX thirteen. Uh, 1375 with the SS11 ATGMs. Again, doing something a bit different with the uh, ATGM mid-firing sequence. Uh, made a grass base. Tried to make a base in one night. So I made a grass base for my Sopwith Camel, which uh, is not quite complete, but it's like a sort of work-in-progress completion type thing. I'll just add to it sort of um, thing. And then, of course, my 19... 67 monogram Dornier DO17Z, which was a, a lot of fun to build. And actually, for its time and brand, not a bad kit. But yeah, in total, that is what, five, six, about 11, year, 11 models over the year. So that's uh, almost one a month. So that's um, it's not it's bad, bad for me. Yeah, that's ah, pretty good year. Pretty good year. Some pretty interesting builds, but. Yeah, I think my favorite build out of all of those would be the HMS Rodney. That was uh, that's definitely my favorite build of the year. That one does look amazing. I love the base you did for that. We're definitely going to have to copy that. I'll let you know how, how I built it, because there's about four layers of different paint glazes on that. <laughs> I kept changing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but that is my model build recap. For my recap, I thought I would kind of gloss over some of the lesser builds I did and focus on three that I'm particularly proud of. The first one is my Tamiya 172 scale Spitfire Mark V, which I really went to town using oil paints on. I'm pretty happy with all the scratch building I did for that. I think I was kind of really hitting my element, doing things like upgrading cockpits and whatnot. Um, the next one is my 1 to 48 scale uh, IHE uh, A6. M6A1 Seiran, which was the submarine-launched uh, dive bomber from the ja- Imperial Japanese Navy. I'm really happy with that one because I figured out ways I can basically work with Tamiya's very thick decals and make them look painted on. And also I did a lot of... That's what the first build I did riveting on. And then the final one is my 172-scale Arma Hobby Wildcat, which I like because, I mean, just look at it. It's, it's a banana. Mm. It's cute. How how did you manage to paint something entirely yellow? Is my question, and still I mean, you know stay saying pink, pink primer, pink primer, it works. Yeah, really. Uh, that, that's specifically why I have still have a can of pink primer just for yep. uh, my when I build my pre-war American aircraft with the with the yellow wings. That's the only reason I have it. I yeah, didn't it, know it that was a thing. legitimate lifesaver. Yeah, um, yeah, for base. For undercoat for yellow, pink is the best one for it. Who would have thought? Fucking not me. And then a shit. Now those builds look awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it was definitely the year I switched to aircraft from armor. That's for sure. What was the reason you switched switched from armor? I don't know. I think with armor, it was just getting a little bit repetitive, if it makes sense, because most of my tanks are built standalone. Like you can build so many track links before for me i guess it just got a little bit a little bit old but with aircraft i also like the fact that you don't need to have a million and one different types of mud if that makes sense like i mm. can keep weathering light but still fairly noticeable yeah i get like once you start doing the sort of same same with all your builds it's t- you kind of start going you need to change things up a bit yeah and yeah. i mean right now honestly i'll be i'll be real i'd like to get back into doing armor i really want to do that to me a 
T72 M1, but for the time being, at least, I gotta work through my backlog of aircraft. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're doing a good job so far. That Spitfire is probably my favorite. Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate that. I think my favorite would be the Japanese aircraft. The, the weathering <laughs> on that is superb. I, I do love float planes. Same. Callum, uh, go back to yours real quick, buddy. Yeah. For me, just want to say this. I think for me, the uh, my favorite is your fucking uh, 113 flamethrower. <laughs> That's just fucking... Ugh. It was the sole reason I bought my 3D printer. <laughs> Dude, you did so much shit to that. And then, like, it's just such a cool idea. I mean, all your builds are, are great in this display. But that one just, like, I can't wait to see you finish the uh, the lights on it. I just gotta, yeah. I just gotta figure out how I'm gonna do it. That's the only thing. All right, uh, I've got two parts. Uh, first part. So I finished this one like January 22nd. It was the Dragon 251 with the uh, fucking two centimeter auto cannon. That was really fun. Uh, doing the whitewash, my first time doing a whitewash and using uh, hairspray chipping and i had a lot of fun with it the uh the build that was actually the first build in my new house so <clears throat> excuse me and then the second one was my m26 pershing fireball and its diorama which was also really fun to build uh, learned some new stuff with that uh, and after that one i did the uh who did it? The AFV Club Weasel, the Toe Weasel, done up in a what-if scenario during the Cold War. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that was that's the first part. We can go to the next one. I, I gotta say, my favorite was by far your Weasel diorama. That was just so cool. Oh, thank you. I think, for me, I'm gonna have to say, just because it's a snow build and I'm my favorite is winter builds, you're 251. <laughs> and seeing all the work you put in on that was really really cool too I appreciate it <clears throat> um, so before I get into the second part for most of the summertime I took kind of a hiatus to do some stuff and I was working on a Normandy diorama which I almost got done but uh, unfortunately one of my cats just kept eating the trees and <laughs> it just, I just I couldn't so I said, fuck, it's literally, it's still sitting on top of a fucking shelf just staring at me, and I'm, I'm never going to finish it. I'm just going to take parts off here and there, so. But, uh, so that took up, like, what, four months of my time, and then from there I moved on to my Horizon Island Defense Force uh, bridge defense diorama, which for me, in my opinion, is my favorite diorama I made this year. And then in that, I made, like, the fucking, uh, the TACOM 114, the Tamiya Toad Jeep, uh, all up in HIDF stuff. Learned some new weathering patterns and whatnot. It was pretty neat. And then after that, my most recent finishes are a Ukrainian BMP-2 by DML, and then the uh, Academy Humvee with a 50 done up in Ukraine markings, and a Ukrainian infantryman. So, then right now I'm working on a... 1 to 35th scale vignette of a S35. So. 
Yeah, you've never shied away from doing very large dioramas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's kind of my thing. I feel like like I'm not the best at it, of course, but like that's something I really enjoy is making scenes, like big scenes. And for those who don't know, that uh, that Humvee and BNP two are going to be a part of a three and a half foot by two foot diorama from the counteroffensive, and I'm. I'm currently staring at the the base of it. Thing is taking up most of a six foot table right now. It's fucking gigantic. Definitely can't wait to see how that one um, goes. Alrighty. Well, now that we've discussed what our builds were like this year, we want to do uh, sort of like an award ceremony for the modeling community. So these are our best of 2023 awards. Starting off with the new release of the year nominations. So for my nomination, I am putting forward the TACOM M103A1, just because it's a brand new subject. Uh, I, I don't think the M103 has many uh, kits for it, and it's just a great tank. I've seen, one in, I've seen one in real life, and it's ginormous, and yeah. Well, I've done the, or I say I've done, I am putting up the Amusing Hobbies T72AV, and Ukraine main battle tank markings. And I chose that one because not only does the T-72 look fucking killer with ERA, but I love the box art, and the Ukrainian camo is very, very unique, and I thought it was pretty cool. So, And my nomination for this year was Arma Hobbies 1-48 scale Hurricane Mark IIc. And I chose this kit because, well, I mean, first of all, it's... Probably the first really nice hurricane kit we've gotten in like literally years. Um, the other thing though that I'm really happy about with this kit though is that it's Arma Hobby expanding into the much more popular 1 to 48 uh, scale, which is going to be amazing because if anyone's built their 172 scale kits, you know how detailed they are. And 148 gives them a, a much bigger canvas to work on so they can do stuff that's just that much more impressive and definitely from what i've been seeing you know from customers building this kit uh yeah it's definitely probably the best aircraft kit that was put out this year and the winner is the arma hobby kit yep so congratulations arma hobby you've been voted for the mmp 2023 new release of the year I love this trend of hurricane hurricanes at the moment. Yeah, thank God we're finally getting some. Did you see that I they know. came out with the tropical variant as well? Oh, did they? Oh, they came out with the one that fought in the Pacific. Yeah. Uh, please tell me. I I I gotta get one just to make a New Zealand one. Just because oh, their yeah. their nose arts go hard with all the like the uh, Maori design on Absolutely. them. Absolutely. You better do that. That's going to be uh, I, your your New Year's resolution. <laughs> uh, that's if I, if I could get one of those kits down here which is dubious at best <laughs> <laughs> alright up next for the we have the 2023 model company of the year uh, so our nominations for me it is IBG models for me I went with TACOM and for me I went with Arma Hobby which is a fucking surprise <laughs> <laughs> and the winner for 2023 is IBG Models. Uh, one of the reasons that they have won this year is they have had one of the best customer support and social media presence we have ever seen. Um, little story about these guys. I uh, 
I had a look at one of their posts on Instagram about the PZL24 they're bringing out, which is oh something I have to get. And I commented on that saying I needed I need to get one and I wanted to make a Greek um, version of one just because of a story of a pilot, of a Greek pilot who um, was trying to shoot down a DO-17, ran out of ammo, so he rammed the tail of it, destroyed the tail so they were forced to land. His engine was damaged, so he was forced to land, and he ran over to the bomber crew with his sidearm and uh, arrested them all. That is dedication there. So I wanted to make <laughs> That's a... Uh, awesome. I know. So I wanted to make a Greek PZL. And about 10 minutes later, I got a message from IBG saying, Hey, uh, we liked your comment. Sorry, we accidentally deleted it. And then I went back and no, it wasn't deleted. So I told them that and we started a back and forth and I was just having a chat with them. And yeah, they there's, their social media is on point. Um, Nick the Scale Armor, he's been building an IBG uh, truck lately and they've been tagging his stuff and he's been communicating with them. Um, I think he even told them he had an issue and they told him how to solve it or something like that. So yeah. IBG have been a really good company and they've had some pretty decent releases this year. So yeah, they're our model company of the year. Congratulations Woo-hoo, to IBG. IBG. Yep. Up next, uh, Garrison, you can announce this one. You're the diorama. Oh, I'm, I'm a diorama. You are yeah, a diorama. One you are scale. a diorama. I am you are a diorama. Scale. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right. So this is the 2023 Creative Diorama of the Year nomination. Callum? So my nomination is for Paul Gallagher, one of our patrons. He built a diorama. It was a two si- It's a two-sided diorama. One of a ship and the other of Japanese a Japanese tank and soldiers and all that. Um, which is a very original idea. And also just the, the box he made it in is very interesting with the uh, bamboo roof and all of that. It's it's a cool look, cool concept and a cool diorama. Paul always manages to do some really interesting concepts. He really, really does. He's got some cool stuff. Very, very out of the box. Uh, I like his stuff a lot as well. Um, I nominated, I, I can't say this guy's name, Grizzlelet or Grizzlelel, Grizzle. Grizzly from the Discord server. He made this U.S. Army tractor next to a destroyed truck, and I thought it was pretty freaking cool and creative. The way he went about making like the scenery, uh, like go leading into the ditch with a destroyed vehicle and the guy on the tractor just kind of looking at it. But uh, yeah, great shit, dude. And I chose uh, Jake Pizzuti's amazing little. Uh... Uh, it wasn't Kettenkrad diorama. I just chose that because I like that he took something so small but managed to make a little scene packed with so much detail with it. That's ridiculously small. Yeah. And the winner is Paul, Mr. Paul, Paul Gallagher, Woo-hoo! creative, di- the most creative diorama of the year. I mean, like he, this one actually inspired me for mine, uh, for one of my M8 uh, Scots and my Stug Four Late. That's going to be a Normandy diorama with a hedgerow between them. So, yeah. Oh, fuck Big props yeah. to him. Yeah, Paul never does any of this creativity stuff in half measures, that's for sure. Oh, God, no. He's, yeah, master of out-of-the-box thinking. And <laughs> oh, Paul, our, we, have, we are so, so happy 
to announce that we have a new special category, personally sponsored by Trash Panda from our server. These are the 2023 Trash Panda Stuke Appreciation Award nominations. Thank you, Don, for sponsoring. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. We know how much you love these. So my nomination is a uh, Blitz kit from Tacom, the Stug 3 Ouse F8 Late Production with Kit and Crad. Uh, not Kitten Crad, uh, Winter Crad, Winton, fuck, Winton, Winton Kitten, whatever, you know what I mean. Track extensions, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Duck Bells. I, uh, I chose fucking Mini Arts Stug 3 Aus G. Uh, I love the box art. That shit honestly goes hard as fuck. They're up there on the fucking tree line with a destroyed tank in the background. It's fucking. Mm, also with it. Winter Kitten. <laughs> Winter Actually, Kitten. all of ours have Winter Kitten. I think because we know how much Don hates it. I mean, oh, you mean, mean loves- he loves Winter Cat. <laughs> it's his favorite. <laughs> and my nomination is Das Works 1 to 16 scale Stew 3 Ausfrung G early again with Winter Cat. I chose this because I know how much Don not only does he love his Stugs, but he loves big Stugs, right? And you can't get bigger than 116. Um this is something that he would love to make a big diorama base for and i just thought yeah this is gonna this is really right up his alley and the winner is yay 16 scale daswork stew so (laughs) congratulations to daswork you get the seal of approval from our resident stew expert here uh very very big moment for you guys and thank big thanks to uh, Trash Panda, aka Don, for um, donating this award and uh, naming it after himself. I know we all know how much he appreciates this, and um, I'm sure he'll let his feelings well known when this episode comes out. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to hear his speech about it. I mean, it's going to be really, be really nice. We might have to like censor it a bit. It's all right. He, he censored because if, of if, all the explosives he's using because he's so happy. Yeah. If we yeah. play it in German, he'll sound like uh, Evil Mustache Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the next award? Okay. Up next, we have the 2023 Horizon Island Defense Force Build of the Year nominations. My nomination is for good old Don, Trash Panda, with his M113. His is a modified Australian fire support version with a bulldozer blade on it and an awesome snake decal type design on the side and front and yeah looks awesome thing was fucking tits uh i nominated paul gallagher's uh i can't remember the name of this aircraft but he converted it to be it's an otter look at that thing otter dh4 otter well, whatever the fuck it is, it is raining absolute hell on that island, and I'm here for it. It's I think he because he also he put lights in and a, and he put guns um gun sounds in it as well. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, like it like it actually has like engine noises and has the minigun. You can hear it firing, which yeah, is fucking tits. Insane, Dennis. And my nomination is for Garrison's gigantic under the overpass diorama for their HIDF. I loved the uh, fact that he got so many different vehicles. And honestly, my favorite part of this diorama was the, your amazing water effects. Oh, thank you. I appreciate and the uh, the overpass looks incredible, and it's got and it's adding to the uh, Horizon Island Defense Force storyline as well. Exactly. And the winner is Garrison. Congratulations, man! That was a really good diorama. <gasps> Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. 
<laughs> lots of uh, lots of inspiration and uh, good time building it. All right. Up next, we have the 2023 <laughs> Model Fail of the Year nomination. Uh, my nomination is the IPMS USA for um, a fucking list. Uh, uh, my nomination is also the International Plastic Modeler Society USA. Well, boys, I actually had to be a bit of an individual with the, this one, and I said that my nomination was the International Plastic Modeler Society USA chapter uh, because... They hate new people in the hobby, clearly. <laughs> and the winner for the model fail of the year is... Drum roll, please. <laughs> IPMS USA. Congratulations, guys. Woo! No one saw that coming. So oh. you guys fucked up so many times this year. You upset it, pinned you. Look at him. Yeah, look <laughs> at him. God, I want to say... Uh. As one of the people who runs the Mike Machines podcast community, I'd like to really thank IPMS USA for taking so many young modelers and pushing them towards us and away from conventional <laughs> modeling media. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to everyone wondering where the younger generation of modelers are, come to our server. That's where we're hanging out. Um, they're not going to be on Facebook. In the words of one modeler, the future of skill modeling is in our hands, <laughs> and I couldn't agree more, and I couldn't be more happy about that. Absolutely. I'm liking the way that the uh, modeling future is looking right now. Yes, yes, indeed. And, uh, yeah, so congratulations to all the winners for the 2023 Micro Machines Podcast Awards. 2024, Ooh. we're going to be adding on some more bullshit awards. Um, we just got to think of them. And, uh, yeah, but I'm going to just go to Garrison and to Dennis. Any other thoughts on the recap for 2023? Anything else you want to say about it? Any words of wisdom? Uh, this year coming up, likely won't be doing that whole fucking uh, scheduling thing. Showing it off to you guys because we stuck to like maybe one third of it. <laughs> so one one date. <laughs> yeah. So our bad on that. Just uh, you know. It is what it is. We had high expectations for ourselves and uh, didn't work out. So, learning situation, learning, uh, learning spot. So, we'll do better next year. Well, I will uh, say this was a really big year for our community. Uh, our server went over a hundred members. We got more subscribers on the YouTube channel. We made a lot of really, really good connections in the industry. Um, it was just really great to see everyone making great kits. Uh, interacting with each other for the most part very civilly and uh, productively on our server and I think that we're in a good state for 2024 and I can't wait to see what people build, what kind of shenanigans we get up to and uh, want to thank you all so much for being a part of it. And also just a big shout out, I know we have slides for them but of course, you know, two big milestones one, uh, started with Paul Gallagher getting our first Patreon supporters, uh, we're up to four now and mm -hmm. also to Jeff Hearn, Jeff Hearn, because that was literally at the start of this year, where he, he uh, was it? Yeah, it was this year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yep. February. Yeah, that he basically cold called us and uh, started sponsoring us. So you know, in terms of the podcast, it's pro it has definitely been the biggest year ever. And you know, since I mean, we're only a couple years old, but actually, will be two years exactly next March. But you know, we're we're learning everything. We're learning things as we go along through the year, and you know, hopefully, getting better, maybe. Um, 
<laughs> the yeah, the jury's still out on that verdict. <laughs> yeah. However, next year we'll be looking at doing some more expansion on things. Definitely getting some more guests on because yeah, I, I think the uh, episodes where we have guests on are some of our best ones as well. Um, oh, for Martin, sure. All that Drayton's episode was absolutely fun. Nick, all of that. So, um, little teaser. I have got some pretty good uh, guests lining up for next year for us. So, been trying to get some networking done, and yeah, hopefully next year just go up and beyond this year, and just keep growing and expanding. Hell yeah! And on that note, that was our awards ceremony. Now we're going to have a brief intermission before the hobby news. Already, hey, I'm ready. Yep. He's, he's here. All right, first up in hobby news, something a bit different for once. We have the, com- coming from Ravel, a Star Wars speeder bike in 1 to 12th scale. Uh, this is based off the um, Mandalorian series ones. So they're a bit weathered and damaged and beaten up. And of course, you got the uh, speeder bike there with the uh, Grogu in the satchel, and probably, <laughs> which is part of one of probably the best comedic scenes out of. Star Wars entirely. I think you guys have seen that scene with the uh, speeder bikes and uh, the IG droid. Yep. yep. Best best Star Wars comedic scene I've ever seen. That 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 was like the best best scene ever. It was so funny. But it has about 107 parts to it, and if you're a Star Wars fan, probably something you'd want to look out for. I might even get that. Honestly, I'm not a big big scale guy, but uh, I might snag that. Put an extra my three and a half foot by two foot diorama because I've got the space, fuckers. <laughs> All right, up next from Special Hobby in one seventy second scale, we have a Casa C C two one two dash three hundred or four hundred long nose Casa. Uh, this comes with three um, decal sheets, and we have got some interesting ones. We have a South African Casa, a uh, Argentine and a Bulgarian um decal sheet so three very interesting decal sheets and a very cool looking aircraft oh don's gonna love this one. Oh yeah uh this one oh, just, yes just for don by uh, his favorite mini art in 35th scale we have a stug three alfs g uh production october 1943 uh has a full interior kit um I will say it's got uh, four decal options, photo etch, interior, all of that. I will say uh, when it comes to paint, um, like art on a tank, this one with the elephant uh, elephant face on the gun mantlet, I would buy the kit just to put that on. That just yeah, that so one's funny. actually pretty all right. That that's actually pretty creative. Uh, I'll I'll give that, that I'll give that one a pass. That looks f- so funny. Yeah, you know what? This one's all right. We'll, we'll yeah. build this one. Ooh. Uh, from Great Wall. This is a Great Wall hobby. G-D-A. Great Wall hobby, yep. 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 They are br- bringing out a F-14A Tomcat in 48 scale. Uh, don't know much about Great Wall hobby. Don't know how good they are, but this is definitely a good-looking kit. Oh, and it's also, you got decals for the um, the... Black Aces, I think they're called. 
Black Aces, and I believe there's actually another squadron. No, no, no. It's just Black Aces, but you get multiple different paint schemes that they flew in with the uh, F-14A. I think the F-14 was like the last time they actually the US made jets look cool with paint schemes. Then it just went downhill with low-vis. I will say, even the F-14 made low-vis look pretty good. Like, even there, you, you could still see them being pretty neat. Yeah, I, I would still say, what's the, uh, my favorite would be the, uh, what's, what are the, is it the Black Dogs? No. Pukin Dogs? Nah, nah. Um, black, uh, black Knights? I think so. Something completely blanked out. Well, I, I will say my favorite scheme was definitely uh, the Sundowners with the Rising Sun Tail. Someone needs to make a kit with that in 148 scale. Tamiya, if you're listening, please. <laughs> please. please CBN <laughs> 70. Give me those Sundowner decals. <laughs> okay, what's next? Ooh. From Magic Factory, we have an M2A2 uh, Bradley, the ODS-SA. Uh, <laughs> I think I got in Sweet Garrison Splash Zone. Uh, yeah, it's a bit sticky around here now. <laughs> so these are the uh, Bradleys uh, that have been sent to Ukraine. Uh, yes. So this one specifically, they've made it the 47th Mechanized Brigade. So these yes. will be the ones you see rolling around, completely screwing up Russians right now. Avdivka, baby. Woo! Great footage coming out of there. <laughs> this sounds like a sports commentator. <laughs> Just saying. That, like, Bakhmut was, like, the close quarters combat, like, major fight. Avdivka is a fucking land war of vehicles. Holy fuck. Garrison, Shit's enjoy jets. using your uh, 400 PE tie-downs here. Oh, that looks that looks painful. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that. I, I will, I will yeah. say on, on a little brief side note. Uh, shout out to Magic Factory. These boys are putting in the work. They they you know they're 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 hustling. You know they're getting their nose to the grindstone. And I think that in 2024, if they keep this good work ethic up, they could definitely become a major player in the industry. Uh, we're looking at their Corsair. Their Corsair is looking really great. Their Bradleys are looking really great from the test shots we're seeing. Um, hell, even their Iron Dome is looking like a pretty good kit. So uh, shout out Magic Factory. Uh, keep up the good work, boys. Actually, that, that's probably an episode for next year. We should do up and coming com- uh, brands. Magic and Factory, please make a Sherman and a Pershing. Thank you. All right. <sighs> up next from Amusing Hobby, a Leopard Two A Eight, and oh. you get uh, let's see, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, oh. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, it's seventeen, fuck. eighteen. Garrison. Garrison, yeah. be Ooh. the warm that silly natal flush. It's a <laughs> spot, nice shade of green. Bro, you get, oh you my get God. 18 different uh, countries, including Canada. <laughs> we'll never buy one, but woo! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and a Leopard 2 A8. Awesome looking it, tank. Especially with the. Uh, is that a crow's mount? On it, so or? the uh, 2A8 has the crow's mount, more belly armor, and uh, actually the belly armor was developed by the Canadians. And the uh, trophy APS. Oh, that's yeah. that that yeah. That is one fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Great tank. Jesus fuck. <laughs> uh, from Andy, what, Andy's oh, come on. What what the hell, man? <laughs> Andy's hobby headquarters. His, he his uh, eighth 
uh, model he's bringing out in 16th scale. He is bringing out the M8 Greyhound US Light Armored Car, which um, he's got a running theme of just doing like same old, same old as everyone else. But it'd be interesting to see how well it is. Um, does come with a figure. Uh, looks like a metal barrel as well, which is, you know, very welcome. Um, it'd be interesting to see what people do with it. Especially, I'll be interested to see what the interior is like. You know, um, all vehicles that have got open top turrets, you you got to have something inside, you know? So it'll be interesting to see if he's done like a it, full interior or if it's just like a sort of partial. Being 16th scale, I would really hope he did an actual full interior and it'd be actually detailed. Yeah. I think out of the two... Because he's got two types of mounts for the 50 cal as well. He's got the uh, pin tool on the back of the turret, and then he's got the um, uh, the ring mount on the top. And between you and me, I think the ring mount looks the best. Don't yeah yeah. But yeah, 16th scale. He's trying to bring it in. <sighs> and then lastly, one. sorry, another one. <laughs> and then from Meng or Mang or whoever however you want to pronounce it. Uh, they are bringing out their own AH-64D in 35th scale, the Sarif, uh, which is just the Israeli uh, Apache, basically. And, yeah. Another Apache. Whoop-de-doo. Whoops! Woo! No one ever builds them. Yeah. The the Apache is like the modern-day stug of model kits. It is! In my opinion. <laughs> It's just like, no, just stop, please. I mean, could it, could we at least get like a brand new Cobra or something? Fuck. Well, no. That would be nice. I want a brand new Cobra, but the Vietnam Cobra. With the, Man, uh, I just want a Canadian Sea King. Can, can I brother get a Canadian Sea King? <laughs> uh, Alright, uh, I'm first in the uh, barrel for whips. So this is my uh, 32nd scale Academy Newport 17. I finally figured out pre-shading. With silver. Uh, How do you so, appreciate silver, Callum? Pardon? How do you appreciate silver? Uh, so I used the AK Grey Primer and then went over with uh, Tamiya Enamel um, Black, airbrushed along all the raised parts and around, basically around the outline of the wing. And then on top of that, I used AK uh, White Aluminium. And then it's got oh, okay. about six light coats on. Just, you know, it took a while to build it up, but not to go overboard and completely demolish all the uh, pre, pre-shading. But I think especially on the uh, top wing, it's come out really nice. And I've started doing uh, decals, even though you know, like everything's in sub-assembly at the moment. But I find with 30-second scale biplanes, it's easier to like fully complete sub-assemblies and then put them together. But yeah, yeah so the decals are... All right, ish. I mean, I wanted like I tried cutting them along the uh, like the edge of the um, wing flap just to try and get the decal to sit inside the the crease a bit, you know, just to show there is a separation. But it the decals are a bit too thick for that. They're not wanting to do. They're not wanting to like form around. No matter how much um, mark fit I put on it to try and soften it. So it's just um, yeah. Otherwise. Uh, Looking good right now. Very nice. Fuck yeah, bud. Okay, so this uh, is mine. Uh, so I am doing my last project for the year, and that is Academy's 1 to 72 scale EA 18G Growler. 
which is the electronic warfare variant of the uh, Super Hornet. I am choosing, however, to do some aftermarket stuff. I got a bunch of uh, aftermarket parts, including resin missiles, pilots, and uh, French decals for this aircraft to make Dude. this uh, specific plane right here, uh, number 306 from, uh, I think it's number 6 squadron of the RAAF, which is currently flying these growlers, and this was their 100 years anniversary scheme. These are the pilots from Def Model in Korea. Kept things fairly oh straightforward because, I mean, it is a closed canopy, so I'm not really that worried about like what you see. But we've got that. And this is the current stage as of five minutes before recording. Uh, the plane is completely assembled. Um, as you can see, I'm using mostly out of the box in terms of the actual airframe. But I'm also using AGM-88s from Edward, which are absolutely stupendous. So it's going to be a very heavily loaded up bird, and it's going to be very heavily uh, shaded as well. Dude, that shit looks fucking tits. Can't wait to I'm see excited. it, eh? I'm, I'm really excited about your fucking resin figures, dude. Like, that one guy saluting in the back, that shit's oh, yeah. fucking awesome. I, I, I will it. say, shout yeah. out to uh, Def Model. If you want to get really nice-looking uh, air like U.S. Navy aviators, go to superhobby.pl. Look up Def Model uh, F-18. You'll find these guys. It was like $10 for three. So I've still got one left over I'm going to use on a NASA F-18. Um, yeah, it, they are so, so well done. Absolutely a must-have. Mm. And I take it since you've finished uh, exams and you got all this free time, you're just going to be super glued down to your bench building? Yes, sir. You know it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bud. You got to play catch-up. <laughs> all right well i'm up next this is a little vignette i've been working on a little vignette diorama whatever uh just taking a break from the ukraine stuff so i don't get burnt out and i wanted to try out some new things with this so i bought one of those like pre-made i i call them little shadow boxes but it's it's at they're at michael's and like hobby lobby they're like two to five dollars each it's like six inches by nine inches little wooden box thing. And it's perfect for making little vignettes or little dioramas. And so practicing that, uh, I've got this really old Heller S35 that I just kind of threw together. And I made a little vignette for it. So a little bridge crossing on the French countryside with a brick wall in the back and the mile marker. The uh, I'm in the process of putting down extra foliage and right now i not in this picture <clears throat> but during the uh the fucking model news i would i painted up the uh the dark color on the grass and i'm about to do the highlights on it and then i'll add the rest of the foliage and uh yeah looking forward to to getting this thing done very very fun build very nice this is looking really good thank you i appreciate that all right so Fucking group builds, fellas. We need more people. Get Let's on go. it. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So this is the uh, the North Africa campaign group build starting November 1st of this year, running to March 1st of next year. We have one big prize. So please come on out, build what you're going to build, and compete for that good prize. Check out what everyone else is building, whether it's for fun or for competition, and uh, join in on the fun. I would like to thank... Uh, Jeff Hearn and Scale Colors for sponsoring the Micro Machines podcast. If you want 
airbrushable acrylic paints that are non-toxic. Scale Colors has you covered with dozens and dozens of colors uh, for everything from U.S. Navy uh, ships to uh, Soviet and Russian aircraft. They've got all sorts of colors. We'd really appreciate it if you need some paint to give them a look. And if you do get anything from them, us know that we sent you. Also, if you want 3D printed tank tracks, you can also get them from Scale Colors 3D on the same website. So thanks again, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. And after you've listened to us, there are a whole bunch of other model podcasts to go listen to. Uh, so I would suggest having a look at one, <clears throat> trying them out. You've got Sprue Cutters Union, Scale Model Podcast, On the Bench, Just Making a Conversation, all of them. So go and have a look at them. Go and check them out. And uh, yeah, big shout out to those guys. It's a pretty big community talking about models. So uh, yeah, you will never get bored. We'd also like to thank our Patreon supporters. If you want to help keep the lights on here at the Mike Machines podcast, because yes, apparently it does cost money to run the podcast, and get access to some exclusive content like outtakes and special episodes, uh, you're welcome. Go on to the uh, Patreon, which link is in our description. Yeah, and if you want to chip us a couple bucks a month, you'll get access to all these things and help keep the MMP growing. We'd like to thank Paul Gallagher, Lord Floki, Robert Judson, and Robert Brisbane for helping to support the podcast. Thank you, gents. Appreciate it. And Massive shout out. Was 2023, guys? Jesus, where did the year go? Where? Where? That's a damn good wow. question. Like, god damn. So we're we're almost coming up to two years next March. Wow. Two that years. Kind of wild. I know, we're right? Old. We're getting old. Well, I don't know about you two, but I am. <laughs> well, fuck, Callum, you're what now? Like, uh, 76? 28, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I'm 25, fucking Dennis is 21 now, or 20? 20. I'm not that old. Fuck. Yeah, but on, pretty much on the anniversary of the podcast uh, is my birthday, so, like, we, like, it was my birthday, then we did our first recording, like, the week after, nice. so... Yeah, so, yeah, next March I'm going to be 29. Fucking oh, Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> It'd be like that. Ugh. Oh, well. Shall we end this year? Yeah, we Let's shall. Well, to everyone who has listened to us, not just today, but this year, we are so grateful for your support and hope we made you laugh and maybe you even learned something along the way. I wish you all the best in the remaining days of 2023, and we look forward to seeing you in 2024. Happy modeling, everyone. And a happy, happy Christmas and a happy new year to you all. Yes, yes. Merry Christmas, whatever other religion you celebrate. Happy New Year. Stay safe. Keep coming back. We love the uh, to hear the feedback and enjoy you guys in our community. Join the Discord. Come hang out with us. Build models. Don't let the haters get to you. Straight up. Well, bye everyone. Do see ya. Yeah.